Chapter Fifteen of Marion: The Story of an Artist's Model by Winifred Eaton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista. Chapter Fifteen. Rat-a-tat-tat on the big iron knocker. I called, "Come in," and Mrs. Wheatley, an Englishwoman, accompanied by her daughter Alice, a pretty girl of fifteen, entered. She came directly over to me, with her hand held out graciously. "'How do you do, Marion? I have been hearing about the Count, and I want you to introduce us.' I did so, of course, and she went on to tell the Count that she wanted her daughter's portrait painted. "'Just the head and shoulders, Count. And Miss Marion is here. Her father and I are old friends. I shall not consider it necessary to come to the sittings.' Marion will, I am sure, chaperone my little girl. And she smiled at me sweetly. The Count was much pleased, and I could see his eyes sparkling as he looked at Alice. She was lovely, in coloring like a rose leaf, and her hair was a beautiful reddish gold. Her mother was a woman of about forty-five, rather plump, who affected babyish hats and fluffy dresses, and tried to look younger than she was. After the Count had named a price she thought reasonable, she said Alice would come the next day. The Count was very gallant and polite to her, and she seemed much impressed by his fine manners, and, I suppose, title. "'I have such a lovely old gold frame, Count,' she said, "'and I thought Alice's hair would just match it and look lovely in it.' The Count threw up his hands and laughed when the door closed upon her but he anticipated with pleasure painting the pretty Alice. The following day Alice came alone, and soon we had her seated on the model's platform. She was a gentle, shy little thing, rather dull, yet so sweet and innocent that she made a most appealing picture. The Count soon discovered that her neck was as lovely as her face. In her innocence Alice let him slip the drapery lower and lower until her girlish bosoms were partly revealed. The Count was charmed with her as a model. He made two pictures of her, one for himself, with her neck and breasts uncovered, and the other for her mother, muffled up with drapery to the neck. A few weeks later, after the pictures were finished, I was crossing the street when Mrs. Wheatley came rushing up to me excitedly. "'Miss Asco, I am furious with you for allowing that wicked old Count to paint my Alice's portrait, as I am told he did.' Everyone is talking about the picture in his studio. It is disgraceful, an outrage. Oh, no, Mrs. Wheatley, I tried to reassure her. It is not disgraceful, but beautiful. And the Count says that all beauty is good and pure, and that is art, Mrs. Wheatley. Indeed, indeed it is. Art? Hm. The idea, art. Do you think I want my Alice shown like those brazen hussies in the art galleries? I am surprised at you, Marion Asco, and I advise you, for the sake of your family, to be more careful of your reputation. I am going right over to that studio now, and I will put my parasol through that disgraceful canvas. Fairly snorting with indignation and desire for vengeance, this British matron betook herself in the direction of the chateau. Fortunately, I was younger and more fleet-footed than she, and I ran all the way and burst into the studio. Count Hatzfeld, Count Hatzfeld, hurry up and hide Alice's picture. Mrs. Wheatley is coming to poke a hole in it. 
just as we were speaking there came an impatient rap upon the door and the count shoved his arms into the sleeves of his old velvet smoking jacket and himself flung the door open before mrs wheatley who was out of breath could say a word he exclaimed how do you do it madame heavens it is wonderful wonderful how do you do it please have the goodness to tell me how you do it do what she demanded surprised and taken aback by the count's evident admiration and cordiality why madame i thought you were your daughter you look so young so sweet so fresh ah madame how i should love to paint you as the spring it is a treat for a poor artist to see so much freshness and beauty colton himmel how do you do it an astounding change had swept all over mrs wheatley she was simpering like a girl and her eyes were flashing the most coquettish glances at the count now count you flatter me she said but really i never do anything to make myself look younger i simply take care of myself and lead a simple life that is my only secret impossible said the count unbelievingly and then his glance fell down to her feet and he exclaimed excitedly what i have been looking for so many years it is impossible to find a model with the perfect feats madame you are wonderful her face was wreathed with smiles and she stuck out her foot the instep coyly arched as she said yes it's true my feet are shapely and small i only take threes though i could easily wear twos or twos and a half then with a very gracious bend of her head and a smile she added winningly i believe it might be perfectly proper to allow you to use my foot as a model especially as marion is here she beamed on me sweetly i removed her shoe and stocking and the count carefully covered over a stool with a soft piece of velvet upon which he set her precious foot enthusiastically he went to work drawing that foot she playfully demanded that he must never tell anyone that her foot was the model for the sketch though all the time i knew she wanted him to do just that when he was through and we had all loudly exclaimed over the beauty of the drawing she said and now count hatzfeld may i see the copy of my daughter's picture the count had covered it over before opening the door certainly madame he drew the cover from the painting here it is miss alice did sit for the face the lower part it was posed by a professional model it is the custom madame as i see said mrs wheatley examining the picture through her lorgnon those professional models have no shame have they count none none whatever madame sighed the count shaking his head expressively end of chapter fifteen recording by james k white chula vista